What's up, y'all? This is Hot Wings and Peach Lemonade. I'm the host, Nikki T, and this is my podcast about hoop culture. This is the second episode of the preseason. Thank you for listening, whoever you are, wherever you are. So let's get it. So I'm going to let y'all know right now, I'm an Odell Beckham Jr. fan, period. So that means, in turn, I support the Cleveland Browns. Now, granted, I have a split, um, I guess, loyalty because I live in Atlanta. So, of course, Rise Up Nation, you know what I'm saying? Julio, all them cats. I love them, but I love Odell more. I just need y'all to understand that. So with all this issue, with all these issues surrounding what he wears during a game, when the league allows so many players to wear so many things, the dude in New Orleans wearing a grill, I believe. A lot of these guys have on chains and stuff like that underneath their jerseys. Um, they allow them to wear earrings, which people in basketball, y'all know, earrings are a problem. Yeah, y'all rock with me. So I just feel like, you know, even though I'm a diehard Odell fan, I just feel like at a certain point, us as athletes have to realize that the world does not see us as individuals. We are entertainers that are there to entertain someone. Now, we take the sport more seriously, um, of course, especially those who rise uh, to go on to the professional level, but at some point we have to enter the world. You know, you can't play forever. It's either going to end in college, high school, middle school, rec league, um, you know, professional sports. You can only play so long. And um, knowing that perception, having the realization that the world is coming, you're going to have to enter a world where people don't care that you play sports. They don't care that you play Division One sports. They don't play, care that you played overseas. They, they could care less because they've been in a world where they've had to conform to the system set around them. And so we have to choose how we represent ourselves because at that point, when you enter that arena, we are no longer athletes. At least we're no longer labeled as athletes. It doesn't give us spe special privileges. We are just simply adults who have responsibilities and things of that nature that we have to take care of. Um, it, it's, it's basically just a new process, another system to buy into. Um, anybody who's played for a program understands or has coached understands that there's a system that your coach wants you to buy into, whether it's the style of play, whether it's how you carry yourself, present yourself to the world, your mentality, everybody wants you to buy in. And when you all come together as one, that's how you get stuff done. So the world is no different than that. Corporate America is no different than that. Um, jobs, interviews, networking, all of those things that are foreign concepts to some. And you know, however you viewed it or however you were taught, it wasn't enough. Now, some of you got it. Okay, cool. But I'm talking about everybody else who is so focused on their sport, basketball, football, soccer. You know that the immediate, uh, the, your priority was a sport. You know, even to go so far as there are certain places that you can only have certain majors. 
because it interferes with practice. You have to take all the early classes because practice time is this time you gotta be there, regardless of, of if you have class or not. And you know, from the jump, it's a give and take relationship that most athletes aren't aware that that's what's going on. They're using you to represent their their college, help them compete. They're using your gift, your talent, your hard work, your sweat, tears, all that good jazz to compete and represent their school. And in exchange for that, you ask for an education or you ask for notoriety or you ask for any number of things. You know, I can't say I know everyone's motivation, but I do know that you have unlimited, I won't say unlimited, but you have resources at your disposal. You know, Tim Tebow got on ESPN, first take, talking about how athletes shouldn't get paid. I'm not even going to touch that right now. But at the same time, you had resources available to you. Tutors, um, individual study sessions. Now, granted, I'm speaking from the perspective of a Division I athlete. This is what's afforded to me. I know all athletes didn't receive this. But with those things came the hard work, the expectation to win. And long story short, at the end of my career as a senior, I went on to play pro sports. And then after I was done playing pro sports, it was just like, okay, I'm done playing, now what? How do I want the world to see me? What is my image of success? How do I prepare for that? And so in this episode, Dress Code, I really just want to talk about having a strategy, being prepared for the next point in your life. Because again, the game will not last forever. And that's something that we got to be prepared for. The other thing I want to talk about is you are responsible for your own correction. You know, we had coaches that said, no, Turnbo, you got to do this. No, you had to do that. This is what I want you to do. And once you learn the game and you, you use it and you practice and you do all these things and it becomes second nature, you're not thinking about it anymore. Now, granted, there's some people who argue, me, argue with me on that point. But again, your coaches gave you direction. They gave you the, the play. They gave you so many things you know, that guided you to the next step of that game, of that season, um, for practice, for workouts, all of those things. Another part of this is you have to decide who you are going to be outside of sports. You have to decide in every setting who's going to show up. This is not just, okay, game time, turn it on. This is not, okay, things will just eventually work out. Um, this, This is life. This is your reality now. And you have to make a conscious decision as to what you're gonna be or other people's other people will make that decision for you. Um, and it's not about comfort. It's not about, oh, I feel good wearing this to work, so this is what I'm gonna wear. And I don't mean feel good as in a point of, 
oh, I look good, feel good. I mean, a point is in, you're not wearing slides to work. <laughs> you're not wearing sweatpants. You are not wearing a hoodie over your dress shirt because that's what you feel comfortable in. And this is setting you up for success. Now, granted, there's different methods. There's different things to different routes you can take. You could be an entrepreneur, wear whatever you want. You can work in corporate America, wear a suit every day because you're used to it, you're used to game day. Whatever that is, you have to make a choice about that and know that it's not always about comfort, it's about your presentation. It's about practice, it's about that discipline to say this is who I am and this is how I work. So we're gonna dive in it. <laughs> First, when we're talking about, this is a game of strategy and preparation. The game being succeed in life. Succeed at work, succeed with your finances, succeed with your health and your fitness. Succeed with your mental health, your spiritual health. Succeed in all those aspects, and that's the game. We're changing, we're changing the platform from the court, the field, um, tennis court, wh wherever you are competing on the track. Your strategy must change from anything to win, anything to play this sport, to anything I need to be successful as me or as you, whoever you are, wherever you are, you have to come up with that strategy. So if that strategy is, hey, I wanna be a part of a Fortune 500. Hey, I wanna be a designer. I wanna be an engineer. I wanna be an artist. I wanna be a poet. Whatever it is you wanna be, you have to plan. So for instance, I'm a poet. I write poetry. Something that I have to do is prepare to write. Get my drafts going. Um, get my theme. What am I going to write about? Finish it. Beginning to end. Rewrite it. Rewrite it. Rewrite it till I have a finished finish piece that I can then record. That's the same thing with anything else. If you remember your college days or your high school days, you had practice after practice after practice. You had conditioning. Let me, let me, and we going over. You had conditioning. You had preseason conditioning. So you had conditioning when you know the season's over. Preparing for next season, but it's too early. So you had that conditioning, just running, swimming, whatever it is. Then you had preseason conditioning where you actually get to see a court now, a field now, a track now. And all you're doing is preparing for practice. Then once you get, get through that part of the season or this process, you prepare for practice, right? You get to practice. You practice to prepare for games. In each game, you prepare for the championship and so on and so forth. So that's the same approach we should take for life. Not just getting by because you know how to work hard. You know how to discipline yourself. 
you know how to say this is what I'm going to achieve. And if you don't, get help. Not even just get help, look for help. Look for um, how to. They have how to's for everything on YouTube, Google. Like the resources you have at your hand, it just takes you going after them and having that idea to go after them. So strategize and plan. Second part of that, or at least the second point I have, is you are responsible for your own correction. That means if you are late every day to work, nobody should have to tell you, take you into the office and give you a warning to say, hey, you're late every day, I need you to clean it up. You have to self-correct. Same thing you would do, and granted, I'm a basketball player, so I'm gonna use basketball analogies. Just like if somebody says, oh, your shot is jacked up, you use that same discipline and that same mentality going after anything else, okay? So strategy, preparation, self-correction. So part of self-correction is, okay, I know my shot is going a little bit to the right. What does that mean? All right, I know my elbow is sticking out a little bit. I need to correct that, get everything in line. Same thing with life, get everything in line. So I need to go to bed earlier. I need to wake up earlier. I need to give myself time to go get something to eat. I have to give myself time to get up, look at Instagram, social media. If that's something that you feel is a priority, you have to make time for it. Just like you made time for practice, just like you made time for games, just like you make time for anything else that means something to you. So you have to correct. So if you see, okay, this is a problem, I need to be better. I want to excel. I want to be a better version of myself. And this part of it is weak. Then work on it. That's like your offhand. You 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 weak with that left hand finishing at the cup. What you going to do? You going to get in the gym and focus Excuse me, on that left hand. So the next point I wanted to throw out there is decide who you are in every setting. What I mean by that is you have to make a choice as to who you are going to be, period. So who are you? Who are you outside of football, outside of basketball, outside of softball, outside of track, outside of soccer, outside of being called an athlete? Who are you outside of that? I know all y'all was on LeBron's train with more than an athlete, but are you really more than an athlete? Do you think about yourself as a complete person? Now, if you identify, say, yo, I'm a hooper, that's who I am. Okay, cool. No problem. That's, that's no problem at all. But when that sport ends and you're no longer the point guard or whatever team, and these are your stats and this is what you do, then who are you? That's a question you're going to have to ask yourself, and that's who you're going to have to decide to be. Wake up and be every day. Um, I was listening to, what was I listening to where they said this? Um, oh, I was listening to an interview by Todrick, not Todrick. Um, I cannot think of this man's name. But basically, his quote was, or he was talking about his mother, his mother was disabled. And he said that he got motivation from knowing that with his mother's disability, 
He was inspired and motivated because every day she showed up for her life. Every day, no matter how hard it was to get up, to move, to breathe, to eat, or whatever it was, she showed up for her life and was present. And that's what I want for all of those who have been athletes at any point to show up for your life. Handle that transition. I know a lot of people are getting on the wave of, oh, athletes are more and more than athletes, you know, these things, but a lot of things were left out when you play. A lot of things were left out, your social life, um, your hobbies, you know, things you like to do fell to the wayside because a lot of coaches told you, all it is is basketball, all it is is football. You gonna buy in everything, eat, breathe, sleep, dream what you're doing. And there's nothing, it's nothing necessarily wrong with that. But at a point in your life, things will change. And it will shock, it will really shock you if you are not prepared for it. So I just really want you to think about who am I outside of sports? What do I like to do other than play football, other than run track, other than swim or tennis? or any of these other sports. What do you like to do outside of that? What are you good at outside of your sport? Now granted, I'm not shooting anyone down if that's who you are, what you do, period. Cool. But that moment when the contract overseas ends and nobody else is calling, emailing, reaching out to your agent, that moment when you have torn your ACL, MCL, all those for the third time and you can't do it that point when life happens and god forbid you have a death in the family or you know something that takes you away from the sport permanently that you aren't prepared to move on and again this is talking you know my podcast is to talk about hoop culture but i also want to prepare those out there for that transition and be real about it and, and, and totally be real about it. Um, mm, lost it. Got, got all in my feelings. Um, it's not about comfort. It's about presentation. So you're not always going to be comfortable in every setting. So, for example, when I finished playing overseas, I got a job in corporate America, call center. And on our floor, all of the, the big wigs, big bosses, people who were above me by title, I feel like all people are equal, but by, by title, they, uh, they had authority over me. Work had a cubicle, uh, answered phones, had the little headset, all of that good gravy. And I, I wasn't prepared for the setting I would be in, to be in rooms with people who don't look like me, to be in rooms with people who don't identify with sports analogies, talking sports all day. There's some people who don't, who can't stand sports and they don't want to talk about it. You're going to be around people who just don't like you because you're there and they don't understand the culture that you come from, the culture that says work hard, figure it out. Find a way to get it done. Practice, practice, practice. Be early. <laughs> Extremely early. If you're on time, you're late. All those things. They didn't come from that culture. 
where you're competing with one another, where you can take constructive criticism from your coaches, from your teammates, telling you to get back in the game, do what you got to do. We have to get this done. Everybody doesn't have that mentality. And so you're going to be um, assumed, but I was surrounded by people who didn't understand that mentality. Not only did they not understand the mentality, they took advantage of it. Now, that's going we 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 going to address that at another time, but in that moment, I had to realize like, look, this is not your basketball team. These people don't care about you. They get off work, don't think again about you at all. Even if at work they think about you. Um it's not a team. It's not us anymore what we are trying to accomplish and I'm just being completely transparent with you a lot of places will tell you yes we want you to communicate yes we want you to be um we want you to be a team player we want this we want that we want this but 90 percent if not 95 percent of the people you'll be working around are there for themselves let that as country Wayne says sizzle in your spirit <laughs> they are not there to truly work at something as a team they are not there to be your friend they are not there to help you they are there to make money overall that's that's just the general thinking um is they're there to make money and to make themselves look good. So you have to go into those situations with a strategy, prepare yourself with a strategy, correct yourself because there will be people that you're surrounded by who will let you mess up time and time again to roll you under the bus. She did it, <laughs> he did it, and it does it every week. Fire them, that's reality especially for people of color. There are going to be people who want you to fail simply because you are different from them. Simply because they envy what you've had before, especially if they know you play sports. If you say, okay, I played Division I, one sports and I did this and I did that and I traveled the country, I went to Canada, I went to Portugal, I went to Taiwan, I went to all these places, they're gonna, some people will feel some type of way. You're gonna, you're gonna have hate. That you should be used to. You don't have hate any and everywhere you go. So you have to know how to self-correct. You have to decide who you're going to be in every setting because there's going to come a time when somebody challenges your character. It may be something as small as, and <laughs> forgive me, but it may be something as small as, I put this protein shake in the refrigerator, now it's gone. Where is that? Who got it? And say... Nobody says anything. And every, every week you bring this protein shake and somebody takes it. How are you going to respond? Or, you know, you have coworkers that treat you as if you are, are dumb. That you are less than. That you are naive. How are you going to respond? That's when that character, you know, as our coaches used to say, this is ad adversity. How are you going to conquer it? So... You have to decide who you're going to be in those moments and be fully aware of this is not a team. This is what I'm going to do. And this is who I'm going to be. And last but not least, it's not going to be comfortable. 
It's not always going to be comfortable. It's not always going to be easy. You're not going to always work with people that you like or people that like you. And you have to present yourself, whoever you are, present whoever you are, whoever you are choosing to be. Present that person at all times. Now, granted, granted, that's probably made my favorite statement, but saying really, if, and when I say present yourself, please don't misunderstand me. I mean, present yourself as this is who I am. These are the, the, morals and values that I have whatever those are this is who I am this is the line I'm willing to draw in the sand this is what I will and what I won't do that way when you're put in situations because you will be put in many situations that will test you and test your character then that way you will know how you're going to respond just like just like (laughs) When you get to that last that last hurdle, that la- the last two, three steps, you're doing stadiums. What you gonna do? You gonna go harder? You gonna slow down? You gonna barely make the time? You gonna kill the time? Like, what? Who, who is showing up? Who's showing up every day for your life, for your role, for what you're gonna be outside of sports? So I challenge everyone to think about this week Um, Think about who you want to present to the world. Think about who you really are outside of the jersey, outside of the last name on the back. Like, this is me. Turnbo, what's up? Like, think, think about who you are outside of that and really, 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 really prepare or look forward as to what you're going to do next. Um, That's my spiel. I hope y'all liked it. I'm going to give y'all what I got every week. Again, I'm Nikki T. I always bring you something sweet to sip on. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back next week.